and welcome to Masters of Divinity. I I, I am not your moderator. Um, I am Father Chuck. Um, our moderator is currently uh, well. I'll, t- I'll talk about that a little bit. I won't. I won't. I won't get ahead of myself. But one of the cool things that um, uh, that I do have is though we don't have JP, our normal moderator, with us, we do have with us today. Are we are we calling you now? Is is, is Deputy Matt or Officer Matt? Is that the official title now? <laughs> you you can call me whatever you want. What, that's, oh, that's, that's that's just fine at this point. That's a that's a dangerous offer, Matthew. Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm sure it won't. It can't possibly <laughs> be worse than things I've already been called. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I mean, you're no longer backseat Matt. Um, no. And at this point, if you were backseat Matt, that means you're probably arrested. So. Um, that's not something you want. So uh, yeah, let's not do that. Uh, Deputy Matt sounds pretty good. I, I like I like our, our officer Matt. Officer Matt. That sounds that sounds a little more a little more official. Father Chuck and Officer Matt. I think that that works. So anyway, we have with us finally uh, the, our prodigal our prodigal police officer son, um, Officer Matt, <laughs> on the podcast. So um, hey Matt, what's up? Not much. Just yeah, the usual the usual craziness of life. Yeah, you've things have been things have been pretty crazy from what I can gather. Uh, you've been you've been busy with yeah with with copping. It's fun. I've been busy and schedules have been all over the place and I've been all over the place because um, the the particular joy of where I work is how massive the area is. So I've been all over creation working on night shifts, day shifts, early mornings. It's it's fun times. Like I just. I can't express to you how much joy there is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you know, I, I I think one of the things that I've that I've appreciated, sort of, and being friends with you while you've gone through this process, is learning more about what a lo- the the life of a police officer is like. I mean, we hear, you know, we hear lots of things about how it's you know it's it's difficult and it's dangerous, and I think we all kind of understand that. But I don't know, like in my mind, I never really thought about you know clocking in and then going on, you know, having a, having a routine and and then like having to go like all these different places and, you know, see the whole, I mean, you see the whole gamut of like all of humanity from like the best to the worst. And like, I don't know, that's, that's, it's, it's a pretty remarkable thing. I mean, like I was just recently in downtown West Palm beach, um, um, because I, I, I did a thing at our alma mater and while I was downtown, I was approached by a number of homeless people, which is something that I have not had in a while because where I work now, I'm on a school campus most of the time. Not a whole lot of homeless people on, on, on private school, boarding school campuses. Um, and, uh, and, it, it, you know, and, and I realized when I, when I was interacting with homeless folks in the street and then I would see the police officers walking up and down the street, I'm like, oh, wow, like, this is kind of your everyday too. <laughs> It's a, so you 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 know it's 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 kind of yeah. interesting like the parallels yeah. that you experience as a police officer are very similar to the parallels that you probably also experienced in ministry and I'm and I'm fascinated by that. Well, I see them as very similar in the sense that you're interacting with humanity on all spectrums, and you're having the opportunity to impact people's lives, whether positively or negatively, um, in situations of crisis, and both just provide a very unique view into parts of life that most people never see. So I think that they, they're, they play together well in the sense that one is only going to help you be better in the other, whether that's police work and some, 
will help with ministry or ministry with police work because they both give you a view of people that you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah, and I. It, it makes me. I'm trying to think of the the handful of, of 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 ordained ministers that I know who used to be police officers, and how they they've had similar similar things to say that they were surprised at how much overlap there was. And like you said, that that sense of seeing people in a way that most people don't is a very interesting is a very right. interesting thing. And of course, for you, I mean, you've you know you've got that you know I don't know what it's like to be a police officer. Um, but you know, you've got your hand, you know, you've got your feet kind of in both worlds. Cause you've, you, you know, you've done, you've done pastoral work. You've, you know, you've not been like the senior pastor of a church, but you know, right. you've led ministries and you've done all that stuff. And now you're, um, and now you are in the, in the forest green uniform of a, of a sheriff's deputy. Just as an aside, are, are you finally in like the good uniform instead of like that polyester thing you had at your graduation? Are you in like the real, like the, like the nice polo? But with the outer vest and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm in the real one now. There's still there's still quite a bit of polyester. Because that, that other thing was, I, I, so. I was I was feeling for you, man. Like when I saw you and then I saw your brother and your brother, who's also a police officer for the listeners who don't know that, uh, was in his sort of like, you know, moisture wicking athletic style polo. I was like, man, Matt's got to get on that quick because <laughs> yeah. there's no way that you can be effective in your police job wearing that like starched out polyester thing. Yeah, it's a, it's it's interesting. Just just getting used to what you're wearing is definitely part of the whole thing. <laughs> so JP, our normal moderator, or the well, actually the moderator of the show, I shouldn't say the normal moderator, he's the moderator, had to take an unexpected hiatus due to, um, well, I guess it's kind of a complicated thing, but he had to take a hiatus due to um, um, phone line issues. Um, um, he is in a transition period in life, and so he, he, he has not had access he, he will not have consistent access to the internet to be able to record with us and so um, for the next couple of months, we are here uh, with Masters of Divinity uh, getting to try some, some some new stuff out and bring in some other guests and do some other things and, and I guess i'm i 'm steering this ship for a little while um, mm-hmm. And uh, which is is kind of so weird. So who Matt. knows what dark waters it'll wind up in? Ah, no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we we worked out a list a while ago, and JP shared it with us last night for things to talk about. And I looked at all of them, and I thought, there's not a single one of these that I want to talk about without him and Matt. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're just going to hold off on some of those for a little while. Yeah, if you have a thief in the knife ep- night episode without me, I'll cry. Yeah, I definitely have it with you because, um, <laughs> as the listeners may or may not be aware, um, Matt watched A Thief in the Night recently and live tweeted it with us. And it was a really just a wonderful – I got nothing accomplished that afternoon, by the way, Matt. Like all I uh, did it, was it was sit there in front of my phone waiting for the next waiting for the next message to come through on, on, Inst- on Facebook <laughs> Messenger because I was like, this is what I'm doing today. I'm talking about A Thief in the Night with Matt. I have changed my view in life, and it is now the single greatest movie ever made. <laughs> that's, that's the bottom line. But <laughs> that's for another day. Yes. Well, you know, and I think it's really one that we should try to find a, a way to do, like, a live event around. I know we've hinted at this yeah, a little bit in absolutely. past few episodes, and I think we need to try to make that happen. No, um, we are going to, whatever it looks like, whatever size group of people we can get together it is going to have to be absolutely have to be a viewing 
of the movie immediately followed by a live episode. Yeah, um, kind of a in, in a sort of no other way to do it. In a sort of homage to how did this get made, um, which is a fantastic podcast. Which I would lose it, Matt, if they did an episode on <laughs> Thief in the Night. It would be the great. I said you've got to send that to them. Um, and you've got to send it on like official school letterhead so that they can see that Father Chuck is yeah. <laughs> sending them a thief of the night. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um, uh, it would be incredible. Yeah, get then, us all on it. You'll be my hero for life. You know, uh, that would be great. I'm. I, I need to try to do that. Um, we'll have what, a crossover live episode. We huge aspirations that we have for this dinky little podcast. <laughs> um, I. The other thing I realized today, Matt, when I was, you know, we had talked last night about getting together and recording because we're recording at a different time than normal listeners. We normally record on Thursday evenings. Now we're doing this on a Friday afternoon because um, it works out for Matt and my schedule. Um, but I realized um, we, we probably should have gone and seen Thor Ragnarok and done an episode about that. Yeah. Do you know, I realized I had the exact same thought at nine o'clock this morning. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Why didn't we go see the movie? Like, how did how did we miss that that's out right now? Maybe. Um, Are you working tonight? Because maybe we could just do that. We could just end this episode right now, and you and I could go to the movie <laughs> this evening, and then just afterward record an episode. Record something. Just just be done right now. Um, it, it, it could be a possibility, but... Uh, Would it be funny? We'll, we'll Actually, get a few more minutes. We'll get a few more minutes in case that doesn't happen. But I'm all forcing if we can make that work. Actually, it would be funny if we did an episode where, like, what if we're, like, planning this right now live on the, you know, quote-unquote live on the air, where we do this episode. We've just now concocted this idea. So then we stop. We go see yeah, we'll just cut it the movie. Back. And then we come right back in as though nothing's happened. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, if you're listening right now, hit pause and go see the movie. Come back and we'll, we'll join you. We'll I talk like, about it. I like this idea. <laughs> I, really, I think really it, like I think it'll idea. work great. Um, it's going to be perfect. That might work out. What, what seriously though? What is your schedule tonight? I I honestly I think I can do it. The only thing I'm going to do is see if I can get my wife to come with me. All right, because I've got so I'll I, bring her too. Yeah, I've got uh, I've I've got a thing to do in a couple of hours um, um, here at the church that'll be 30 minutes long, and then um, I might be available to go see it around like. 6.30 or 7 or something. That um, uh, works for me. Often, I mean, of course, I have to, you know, I'm sure my wife would very much appreciate if I could, uh, if I could. Verify uh, with her. <laughs> well, yeah, verify, but also go, um, but also uh, maybe, maybe help her with the kids for dinner before I leave her with them. Uh, oh, no, understandable and same on my end. Yeah. We, we both understand the world of children and being there for the the nighttime routine to help out some you know this is um, and especially since i'm not around for it a lot recently yeah and i think this is a this is this right here is a topic that i think we should do as an maybe this is something we could do matt since uh we have mm -hmm. without jp um because he'd be kind of an odd man out in this conversation being that he is you know young single bachelor gets all this free time that he gets to do whatever he wants is um to do an episode maybe you me and father fun and maybe even keelan and just talk about how life is different with kids uh, you know how uh, no, I think that's good and talk about what it feels like to feel like you're a kid raising a kid yeah because because I, I don't feel like I grew up any I just feel like I have children who are expecting me to know what I'm doing right that's that's totally true and like yeah, the, so. it, uh, listeners um, 
if you if you're if you're expecting children, I'm gonna we're gonna Matt and I are gonna let you in on a secret. Um, you don't know what you're doing because no one knows what <laughs> you're doing. Your parents yeah. had no idea either. Yeah, that book you're reading right now about how to raise your kids, yeah, it, it probably won't work for your kids. Right. So and good, and, and good that luck. person just sort of made it up too. So it's uh, <laughs> all all awesome. all parenting is faking it till you make it, right? I mean Yeah, absolutely. I I had a guy once and also the listeners, if, if this all makes it onto an episode in any way, they're hearing how we come up with episodes right now. Cause right, all we're right. doing is talking about how we're going to go see Thor and talk about having kids. Um, but I had a guy who was dying for me to write a book that I talked about, um, right when my, my son was born. So my second child was born. So he had a newborn in the house and a one and a half year old at the time. And he he and I were sitting talking at a Starbucks and I was telling him that nobody's honest about what it's like to be a parent. And I'm not going to go into too much detail in case we do this episode, but I was basically telling him nobody actually tells you what it's like, that you don't know what you're doing. There's no preparation because every kid is different. When you finally start to figure out your first kid, they get older and you have a second kid who makes no sense to you. Um, and I was just explaining some situations and he's like, that's the parenting book I want to read is a parenting book that does not in any way, shape or form attempt to tell you how to parent, but just tells you that you're never going to be ready to parent. <laughs> like, Because right. um, it's true. You'll never be ready for it. Nope. And and the other thing we'll talk about when we do the episode is it is 100 percent worth it. But you'll you'll never be ready for it. You'll never be ready, and you won't know if you're successful or not until, like, they're like in their twenties and they start making. Until they have kids, right? <laughs> and you're like, okay. I would argue, I would argue, you'll never know if you're successful or not until they have kids. And if they wind up with kids when they're like twelve years old, you probably mess something up. <laughs> so, so I, so either way, you'll know when they have kids that's, whether or not you did it right. That's that's great. That's uh, Matt. I've missed you being on the podcast. I've missed it too. Um, I have good news. I just got a text back from my wife, and she says that um, I'm 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 free. I'm free, man, to go see the movie tonight. All so right. we are I, gonna we are gonna make this happen. So this this recording is going to stop like right now. Yes, right now. And then it's just going to restart and we'll be all talking about Thor. Oh, we'll have a funny. I'm sure we'll I'm sure JP will put some kind of funny segue in the middle. Um, yeah, well, that w- Yes, JP will be with us in spirit. You'll hear it in the edit, I'm sure. Yeah, there'll be some <laughs> kind of segue and then we're right back. We're right back in and we're going to be talking about uh, talking about Thor Ragnarok. So, all right. So, I'm going to cut us no. now. And now, now I'm just literally hearing JP's edit being, ooh, I'm the spirit of JP. And then would, it goes to like Thor Ragnarok. That would be, <laughs> that would be funny or something. <laughs> All right. So. All right, bro. So I'm going to cut us now and then we, right. will, we will reconvene after we see the movie. And we'll be actually together when we do that. So that'll be cool. Yes. You know, if you've made it this far in the podcast, I do commend you. Uh, I know that it's difficult to listen to an episode of Masters of Divinity without your your trusted moderator, JP. But I want you to know, I, I am here in spirit, and also not that much in spirit because I'm talking to you right now. I can, I mean, I can take this thing over 
whenever I want and just say whatever I want because I'm still the one editing it. I'm still the one uploading it. I just can't record because of things. So, hope you're enjoying the podcast. And uh, here's here's uh, Matt and Chuck with, with Thor Ragnarok, a movie I have not seen yet. So I get to edit uh, their review of a movie that I have not seen yet. So, um, spoiler alert for me, I guess. Thanks, guys. Anyway, here we go. Okay, so uh, Matt, we're we're in my car. Uh, we we just we just saw Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, we just traveled ten hours into the future. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great idea. <laughs> For the listener, you've just traveled 10 hours into the future. It is now 12.30 a.m. here in good old not-so-sunny Florida. Right, because it's, it's, it's drizzling rain and it's nighttime. It's very much nighttime. And, in fact, we are, we are, we're sitting in the parking lot of a Walmart because we were worried that Matt's co-workers um, in the police force would usher us away from the mall where the movie was. <laughs> Um, but nobody will bother you in a Walmart parking nobody lot. Nobody will bother you in a Walmart <laughs> parking lot, even though like lots of crime apparently goes on in a Walmart parking lot. Um, um, I mean, like they haven't cleaned up the shopping carts. I mean, come on, guys, get with the program. Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Yeah, I guess they don't care. It looks like the Walmart. I actually have to take a moment. Walmarts are twenty four hours, right? Because this one looks kind of shut yeah. down. No, this side is closed. Yeah, oh, only okay. One, only one entrance after a certain time. Late night Walmart. Like I feel like it's on the like I always I always feel like a zombie invasion is getting ready to happen. But, yeah. um, so so Matt, what what do we want to say about Thor Ragnarok? <laughs> that movie was awesome. It was. It's the funniest Marvel movie. It is movie. the funniest Marvel movie yet, and by far. I mean, guys, I, 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 I the, the 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 third act is very is really actiony. Mm-hmm. The rest of the movie is a straight up comedy. Although one of my new all time favorite, and I'm not going to spoil it, but one of my new all time favorite jokes in any Marvel movie is in the third act of this one. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. I I was in tears. Literally in tears, <laughs> laughing um, at this movie. It was incredible. Uh, yeah. Uh, we uh, there is something we have to spoil. I can't. I mean, if people don't already know, well, it's not part of it. We have to spoil the Grandmaster. The Grandmaster, the greatest addition to a Marvel movie. I want since I, Tony Stark. Yes, I want Jeff Goldblum's character, <laughs> the Grandmaster, <laughs> to be in every Marvel movie. You know, I, he be, he better be in the next Guardians movie in like a significant role. Jeff Goldblum is now officially not only in the Marvel universe, but one of the greatest characters ever. And I I have a we'll feeling. Call it a tie, guys. I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling that he's not even really acting. That's just Jeff Goldblum. Like I, I have a feeling that the outfit and the makeup and everything he wears, he just showed up on the I, set. I was gonna say, that I kind way. of feel like he just wandered on set. And they're like, by the way, we're recording. He's like, okay. And just kept playing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really something. Um, I, I love that he introduces himself as Grandmaster 
and then immediately begins playing on like the future equivalent of a keyboard. <laughs> so it, I was like, he's like, he's literally, he's he's introducing himself as like Grandmaster Funk. <laughs> well, I was I was listening a little bit to the preview of the soundtrack on iTunes, and one of the things is called like the Grandmaster the Grandmaster Jam. It's like the last track on the soundtrack. And it's that thing he's playing, and it sounds ludicrous. It's awesome. Um, he probably this, sat down at a keyboard and was just banging on it, and they recorded it and put it on the soundtrack. I mean, everyone in this movie is great. I mean, it's it's even... It, I, I, Hela is, is maybe the best villain in the Marvel Universe. Well, I don't know. Loki, Loki's up there. You could say she was... Hella good. Oh God, Matt. <laughs> it's it's twelve thirty. It's too it's too late for that it's kind of crap. It's twelve thirty, and I've been laughing for two and a half hours straight. The cheesy jokes are gonna happen. Deal with uh, that. But I mean, but Kate uh, Blanchett being in the Marvel universe is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she's one of the best villains that they've had. Um, I mean, Loki. Loki's a villain, but he's also kind of not anymore. Okay. It's it's hard to say. Loki's just Loki. We um, don't know what he is. Yeah, I mean, being being the fact that in in Norse mythology, Loki being a trickster figure kind of puts him into this thing where he's kind of both villain and hero at times, depending on he's sort of somewhat of a chaotic neutral character. But um, but Hela was, I mean, I I just I love Kate Blanchett. I, I love her as an actress, and I'm so glad that they, that she really wanted to, and that she just she chewed the scenery as Hela. Like she she was having fun. Um, Mark Ruffalo also having lots of fun in this movie. I mean, just an insane amount of fun in this movie. Um, and the thing is, like, it's hard to talk about it's hard to talk about Mark Ruffalo without spoiling stuff majorly for the movie because honestly, like, I know a lot of times when we do these episodes when we've seen a movie and we talk about them, we do just we we, we throw caution to the wind and we spoil. But I, I don't want to do that to people because in the off chance that you haven't seen it, that. You you might like you you have to go into this movie mostly cold I think uh-huh. to really appreciate some of the some of the jokes I like that's the thing is is the humor in it is just I was gonna say out of this world which is really corny <laughs> considering the movie is set in space but it really it really felt it felt I don't know we're in this it's a movie it's a movie that shouldn't exist it really shouldn't. Because it is, it is both like French New Wave sci-fi. Like it looks like, like there are sections of the movie that look like it comes straight out of the pages of like heavy metal magazine, drawn by Jean Girard, also known as Mobis or Mebus. It's very fifth element. Yeah, it's got a lot of fifth element type stuff in, in it. And then at the same time, it's also really hard fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's there's a moment. I mean. This is a movie that has a spaceship shooting at zombie soldiers, like <laughs> zo- like zombie knights um, that look that would not be out of place in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's it's like, pretty amazing. It's like the Lord of the Rings invasion of the Fifth Element. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a movie that makes me really happy to see that this is where we're going with our sci-fi stuff, um, and that on top of it, it it is ludicrously funny, but not in a but the, but they didn't just like make it stupid to be funny like they I don't know how but they did all of it very well right and it's I mean the the humor fits much of the much of the humor fits with the characters mm-hmm. from the from Marvel universe um 
I don't say it's, it's the least Marvel Marvel movie, even though it has a ton of Marvel characters in it. It just it feels the most unique. Yeah, I mean it's it's in the vein of like Guardians of the Galaxy because that's what Guardians of the Galaxy was when it came out. It's like right. here's a Marvel movie that felt in quality and story like it fit with the Marvel world, but in everything else seemed like its own deal. Um, this like takes that another step further. Um, it's got that same kind of vibe where it, it fits perfectly into that universe somehow while at the same time not fitting at all. Like, it stands out completely. Yeah. And I think it even surpasses what Guardians of the Galaxy did um, in the level that it reaches with all that. But yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's great. And I'm still laughing at things thinking, thinking about it. I mean, I will say that in your comment about Guardians, because it does have, it, it's the closest feel to Guardians. And I, I have to be honest, I was a little disappointed that they couldn't work in some form of like Guardians related cameo into the movie. Not necessarily the Guardians themselves, but like a character from Guardians of the Galaxy or something, you know, showing up briefly. But there's so many cameos in the movie that it would have been overkill, I think. But I will say that Guardians. Guardians is a really amazing job. Both the two Guardians movies did an amazing job of getting you to care about this, this wide range of characters that you've only had two movies. Whereas this plays off the fact that, you know, we've had like, you know, what, like six movies with Thor in them to kind of get a sense of who he is. Um, and like I said, it's very like fitting to the character. Um, and it just, it was fun. It's a fun movie. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I, and I, if it weren't 12.30, Matt, I would say I'd we'd be go, it again. go back in and yeah, see I it. Know. Yeah, I'd do it. I think I also developed a bit of a crush on Tessa Thompson's character, the, Val the, 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 the Valkyrie character. Mm -hmm. um, also a great character. Um, now, I just, as I'm thinking, Matt, I, I'm sure you're doing the same thing. I'm just thinking of more and more ridiculous scenes, like <laughs> in Hulk's apartment. <laughs> with the bowling ball thing. Because <laughs> that's what... <laughs> the movie has so... Oh my gosh, there's just so many... There's so many little jokes that I'm sure, like, watching it more and more, you find more and more jokes. Uh, what's it, what was the director's name? Taika Waititi? Is that his name? Taika Waititi? I don't know. Um, I'm, very, I'm very happy that he made this movie. Very, very happy. The, the and and he's also he's also making, right? He's making Aquaman, right? I think he's making Aquaman, which makes me very excited for Aquaman. Oh no 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 no! Wait, is he or is it just? Okay, I might be wrong on that. Never mind. I thought it was I thought it was him though who's making Aquaman. If it is, it makes me again very excited. I don't know. It's twelve forty-five at this point. <laughs> My brain is fried. So Matt, what what other than just sitting here laughing? What do you what do you want to say? I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I can't even talk about the movie without laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. I enjoyed it. That was a, probably the most fun I've had in a movie theater in a long time. Yeah, and, and I will say, if you've seen trailers, the trailers do a really good job of just giving you hints of what you're seeing. Yeah, but without, not even close. Uh, I mean, you know, just even they, Loki. Yeah, is the, tra the trailer gives you a good hint at how odd the movie's gonna be. Yeah. But it does not do justice in what this movie actually is. Like, there's so much that I'm glad they are, but there's so much they held back from even hinting toward yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. Um, 
of how what this movie reaches, and it's incredible. It's it's incredible. I did I did notice. Did you notice that they made that they kind of in, in that one image toward the end of the movie? There's a section of this isn't really a spoiler necessarily. Um, there's a section of painting from Asgard that is collapsed on the ground, and um, at one point Thor sees this painting, and it looks a lot like an icon of Jesus with blue eyes. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, also I also noticed that there's very much a Moses moment in this movie where they're getting ready to cross a body. Oh, water, yeah. The figure in the front and the people. Oh, that's led, a good point. Yeah. Though there wasn't imagery like that. True, though I don't remember there being a giant wolf. No, that was that in was, the Bible. That was later. The imagery was first, and then that was introduced. <laughs> don't don't spoil the giant wolf, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not a spoiler, people. You have no idea what we're talking about. Go the, see this movie. The movie. The, the movie has a giant wolf there's in it. There's a giant wolf. That's, I mean, there's a giant wolf in the movie, <laughs> and that's like the least crazy thing in it. <laughs> Can I just say the setup for the greatest joke ever? I won't give the joke away, but the setup. <laughs> you said I look familiar. You're about to see why. <laughs> Guys, Matt has been in tears laughing about this since we walked out of the theater. It's been 45 minutes. <laughs> and he's still laughing about the joke. Now we've got, uh, what's next uh, in movies coming up? we got uh, Justice League, like what, in two weeks? Um, this is going to be one endless episode. We're just going to randomly keep cutting back to us in a car talking about the movie we just watched. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> it's sort of like comedians in cars getting coffee, except yeah. it's like two, two guys. It's average guys just in a car. Having just watched the movie. Yeah, having, it's just, like, having two two guys in a car talking. To what them if we more. just what if we did that? But it's all inside jokes about the movie <laughs> for people who've seen the movie, and so anyone else who listens to this has no idea what's going on. Yeah, if you want to know what we're talking about, go see the movie. Yeah, well, we told you to do that before you got to this section yeah, of the episode. Yeah, so yeah, in our defense, we told you mm-hmm. go watch it, hit pause, come back and talk with us. That's right. That's right. Um, so here's how it ends. <laughs> Uh, it ends with uh, the Smurfs randomly appearing. Oh, spoiler alert. There's a scene after the credits. That's my spoiler. Because apparently somebody in the audience was shocked by that, even though we have 94 Marvel movies that all have right. a stinger scene at the they end of the credits. A, right, they have a mid-credits yeah, and an after-credit, which has been Marvel's MO for the past, like, five movies. Somebody still jumped up and went, I knew it, when the scene started, because not because of the scene, because it hadn't actually started yet, but because he was proud to announce he knew there would be a scene at the end of the 90th movie. <laughs> yeah. Can we, can, can we comment really quickly that um, we saw this movie... I mean, this is Friday night, so it's, it's opening weekend for the movie. Um, it was a very lively theater. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. After the, during, like, while we were watching the credits, the house lights were up, which was weird, and there were like kids running around everywhere. Like little kids. They're like little kids. There's that little yeah. girl in the movie theater. She had to be like five... Who was just like just walking around and talking, mm-hmm. kind of toward the end there? That was irritating me. Um, yeah, why, Father why, Chuck loves talking people in theaters. I mean, with comedies, I'm willing to give a, I'm willing to give a pass. But like, <laughs> but I'm just looking at this four year old girl, and it's like twelve o'clock at night. Like that's just bad parenting. Why is your child? Why are your children in this movie? Why did you take your kids to go see a movie that started at ten o'clock at night? Because it's Thor, man. I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
If that's bad parenting, I don't want to be good. Yeah, I, I mean, if you can't get a babysitter, take your kids to see the movie, I, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of violent, but, eh, you know, it's funny. Give them a little Benadryl. They'll sleep through it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's good parenting. <laughs> How's that parenting episode planning coming? <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then we've got, uh, uh, was, is Black Panther, is that is that winter or is that a summer movie? I don't know. That looks really good, too. It does though. look really good. I'm excited. New trailer for that looked really good. And Star Wars is coming out in, in a few in a few weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, trailer for that looks incredible. Yeah, it's I, like nerd heaven. Oh this man, season. yeah. I mean, it's 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 a little sad that as much as I like them, I like I like what I like the movies. Um, it's sad that the the weakest link in that is going to be ju- a Justice League film. That, I mean, I just unless Joss Whedon really really pulls something out I I, mean, I think it might be a fun movie but it's it's going to be hard to top Thor Ragnarok I, I gotta say it's going to be a tough they're movie gonna, they're not going to top I, I I don't I don't even know it's gonna be Star hard Wars for, is going to be top. hard for Marvel to top it yeah and I think yet, Black Panther might be yeah better. and yet they do that's the thing yeah they keep topping their own movies but this one's going to be a hard one to top yeah and I'm not the biggest fan now mind you this is in comparison to other Marvel movies. I'm a fan of all of them. Right. But Thor was probably one of my least as far as his own movies. Yeah. Like when he's interacting with the team, I always loved it. But his own movies, I was like, ah, yeah, they're good. I like them. They're fun. But whatever. Um, yeah, this one just. I like that. I like that the the three Thor movies have been allowed to get progressively weirder. Mm. You know, the first one was kind of boring, right? I mean, the final battle took place in like a tiny town in Arizona. Um, and man, what a what a long way we've come. I was just thinking about like Agent Coulson is in that movie. He's like a major part of that movie, yeah. and now we're we are so far removed from that moment. Um, crazy. It's been almost ten years, right? Because Iron Man came out in two thousand eight, something like that. Um, we're almost ten years and like millions of light years away literally in the marvel universe now <laughs> yeah how crazy is that where we, yeah, we went from a fairly grounded realistic idea of iron man to the nine realms ruled over by asgard where the only human in the entire movie turns into a green monster right <laughs> right <laughs> Nobody else is human in this movie. That's a fair, that's, that, that's, that is accurate. Well, I guess, yeah, I'm just trying to think, what is the Grand Master? Do we know if he's human? He's Jeff Goldblum. He's Jeff Goldblum. He's a supreme being. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff oh my Goldblum's gosh. not human. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just forgot about another great little moment in the movie um, that I don't want to spoil for anyone, but um, the part where in the beginning where scare quotes Odin is watching the play and the <laughs> the, the actors who are... <laughs> Where Loki's on the ground, they're reenacting the scene from the uh, what is the second one? From yeah, Dark World. From Dark World, where Loki's dying in Thor's arms, and do it, do it. Who's Loki? <laughs> Who's playing Loki in the reenactment? Am I spoiling this? Go for it. <laughs> it's Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who's playing Thor because I think Thor is also a notable yeah, actor, yeah, but yeah, he's got he's a beard and stuff. Be. It's hard to tell. But Matt Damon is in this movie. <laughs> Which is doing a hor- purposefully horrible, cheesy rendition of the death of Loki. <laughs> oh. 
And even uh, Anthony Hopkins is having fun in this movie, too. Yeah, because he gets to not be all Anthony hopkins yeah. for a while. Um, yeah, so, listener, we've just done, like, 20 minutes of, 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 of inside jokes. Of laughing at and ourselves. And just laughing at ourselves. Um, so, this has been a weird episode. Um, but, you know... We're, we're, that's what we that's what we're here for at Masters of Divinity. We do weird episodes um, from time to time. Um, and if you think it sounds familiar, you're about to find out why. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So, so, uh, so, Matt, I, I, I'm going to say we, we've we've we're going to this this is this is time. Uh, actor, actor Thor is Luke Hemsworth. Oh, it's funny. It's his freak brother. That's funny. <laughs> that's why he looks so much like Thor. That's funny. It's it's uh, that's funny. That's it's 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 a uh, it's Gale from from the Hunger Games. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Holding a dying Matt Damon arms. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Truly beautiful. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up. Um, but we had fun. Go see Thor Ragnarok. It's a lot of fun. Um, and. We'll be back next week, um, hopefully with a little bit more of a traditional episode. Um, and, um, yeah, so, uh, and, 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 you know, we're, 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 we'll be anxious for JP to be back, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, hey, the cool thing is, is it got us Matt back. It got Matt and I to go see a movie together and that we are actually sitting in the same space recording right now rather than, like, through Skype. Yeah, weird. Yeah. It's weird. Like, you're, you're a real person. Like, Stop poking me. <laughs> just realize the parts in the movie where he throws stuff at Loki to make sure it's actually him. <laughs> Sorry. There's... Go see That's Thor. in the trailer where he bounces the thing off his head and Loki goes, ow. <laughs> it pays off in the movie. It does. It yes. just... It works. Just see it. I, I, yeah, just see it. We've spoiled a few things for you, but we've not even nearly pulled Matt back... Damon. We've not nearly <laughs> pulled back the, the sheets on on what is wonderful in this movie. So go see it. Um, and uh, and uh, good journey. Good journey.